The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra, the Optimism Doctor, and this is Looking Up, a place where you can expect to find raw, transparent storytelling. Listen in to learn real science-based techniques to cultivate more optimism, resiliency, and authentic joy from artists, athletes, experts, and many more. Like all good things, even season one of Looking Up must come to an end. But the good news is season two is just around the corner. In fact, it's launching next week. Just as we do in practice, after introducing powerful interventional topics and ideas, we must set aside some intentional time to reflect and integrate. That's what this week is for. I also would encourage you to take the week to go back and listen to the episode that resonated with you most. You'd be surprised at how much more you'll get from it the second time around. Our brains take in information differently depending on when and how we are exposed to it. And now for a season one looking up recap. Kelly McConical, Stanford health psychologist, best-selling author, and movement advocate, taught us all how and why making stress our friend is integral to our well-being. What if we could see stress as our body working and functioning correctly and actually giving us valuable information or a signal for what we need more of? whether that's support, resources, rest, or something entirely different. She also taught us about the power of movement and why exercise is a powerful antidote to the modern epidemics of depression, anxiety, and loneliness. Former Laker and professional NBA player and mental health advocate, Meta World Peace, taught us all about the power of self-awareness. And research has shown us that although the vast majority of us think that we are self-aware, In actuality, it's estimated that only about 10 to 15% of us actually fit the official criteria. Meta, ahead of his time, has truly paved the way for the normalization of talking about mental health, emotional conflict, self-work, and growth, not just in the professional athlete world, but within our communities. He truly taught us about owning our mistakes and actually utilizing them for authentic self-growth and fighting hard every day to continuously grow into the best versions of ourselves. We can't forget that he shared with us invaluable lessons he received from inspirational geniuses like Phil Jackson and the late, great Kobe Bryant. Actress Lulu Brud helped us find resilience and even gifts in the darkest of places and how going through grief can actually help us to grow. The power of support, open communication, asking for help, and not just pretending that everything is okay when it clearly is not. Psychologist, senior fellow at the Greater Good Center at UC Berkeley, and New York Times bestselling author Rick Hansen taught us what in the world neurodharma is, how to mind the minutes and let the years follow, how and why it's important to lean into positive moments in our daily lives, and even helped us find a relationship between modern science and ancient wisdom. This is one of those episodes I highly recommend listening to twice or even three times. There are so many invaluable practical tips and tools packed into the 49-minute episode. You guys have sent me DMs and screenshots of your notes on this one, and gosh, I love that. Sopranos actress Jamie Lynn Sigler taught us all about the unexpected gift of being cracked wide open, how vulnerability and discomfort can actually lead to joy happiness, and deeper connection to oneself and those around us. 
So many of us literally saw her grow up as Meadow on The Sopranos, and it's easy to presume we actually know the people we watch every week on TV in our living rooms. Jamie talked us through the grief and pain of losing her on-screen father, James Gandolfini, but she also courageously opened herself up to share about living with MS. This is one of those inspiring conversations full of aha moments and tears. I think collectively we cried five times in this one, most of which were happy goosebump type of tears. Another one to definitely re-listen to and reflect upon how you can apply the gifts that Jamie shares with us in your own life. Model Tina Marie Clark was transparent with us in her episode talking about overcoming shame and suicidal ideation and how she worked hard to develop her own tools to increase her sense of self-acceptance and love and how she dismantled her previous go-to defense mechanism of using aggression and intimidation when she felt too exposed. She shared with us her shift-stir method and how it's helped her to lean into and stop some of her most powerful and negative emotional patterns and cycles. You guys may have seen it. Well, you probably did because it was shared over 350,000 times and seen by over 2 million people in a matter of a week. I'm talking about Manazalyn Coleman's Virtual Protesting 101 infographic on Instagram back in May. Manazalyn is part rebel, part sage, part activist, definitely a talented graphic designer and all around brilliant young human being who has made it her project and life's work to spread inspiration and make it accessible and truly inclusive. She teaches us how to bring light to color, the color of our skin, the way in which colors literally evoke emotion on paper, and how to actually make a real positive impact and change in our current state of social injustice. She helps us take the time to think about what message we are wanting to send and then further look at who are we actually targeting with our message and how we can best be heard. Celebrity stylists, the co-founders of the Kit Undergarments, and fellow moms, Jamie Mizrahi and Simone Harouche, join me to have a real and raw conversation about mental health. The reason I wanted to highlight this one is that I hope that this type of intimate conversation can be a step in the right direction toward normalizing our full range of emotions and mental health in general, and that we can all start to realize that mental health is what we actually all have in common rather than something that sets us apart. I hope that this episode will inspire each of you to start your own intimate conversations within your own networks and community to share your experiences of the things that bring you joy, but also what you are struggling with. Anxiety, panic attacks, fertility challenges, depression, burnout, or anything and everything in between. We also learn from these two powerhouse women how they got started, the celebrity clients that gave them their big break, so to speak, and the hard work it takes to not only run a business, but to do so with your best friend. Closing out this season, Quigley Goody, a former finalist on season eight of American Idol, who was rejected and humiliated on national television, teaches us the critical lesson of embracing reinvention after rejection and building self-confidence in the face of our fears of failure. She inspires us all to take charge of creating a reality we are excited about and not being limited by our past. While you await the next season of Looking Up, I wanted to leave you with a short tool to use during these uncertain and anxiety-provoking times. It's a tool you already possess. It's intact and you don't have to buy anything or enroll in any sort of long workshop, read a book, or secure a session with anyone but yourself. This tool is your breath. And the type of breath I'm going to share with you today is called the relaxing breath. 
It's adopted from the Indian yogic practice of pranayama, and it is used to regulate, decrease anxiety, improve sleep quality, and manage emotional responses such as fear or anger. It acts as a reset button and a natural relaxer. This breath is also called the 478 breath. And at first, this breath can kind of be a little difficult. But with practice, you'll be on your way. The way this breath works is you inhale through your nose for a count of four and then hold your breath for a full count of seven. And you finally exhale out of your mouth for a full count of eight. When you're first trying this breath out, try it up to four times in a row. And then you can work your way up when you feel more comfortable progressing. Just as I ask all of my guests, I want to ask all of you, what's looking up? Take some time to think about what you're most hopeful about and tell someone, your partner, your mom, a friend, your colleague, and then ask them what they're most hopeful about. And lastly, as always, we end looking up by pulling a card from my very own Things Are Looking Up Optimism deck of cards. So here is your card. Give yourself a dose of reality. Even the happiest life has ups and downs. It's just the way you navigate through them that is of your concern and in your control. Think about something that has been a struggle and think of something that has made you happy. A happy life is multidimensional and includes your joys and struggles. Your life is a happy life. I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra, the Optimism Doctor, and I'll see you next week for season two of Looking Up. Thanks so much for listening to Looking Up. For more optimistic content, follow me at Dr. Deepika Chopra. For more info on how to get your very own Things Are Looking Up Optimism deck of cards, head to thingsarelookingup.com. If you like what you hear and you want to support the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Our theme music is Me and Sade by Tommy, courtesy of Terrible Records. I'm your host, Dr. Deepika Chopra, and I'll see you next Monday for your weekly dose of optimism.